What's up, all you crazy gamers and geeks? This is Brian Donahue, your one-legged GM. And today we're actually going to be talking about uh, combat rounds and combat encounters in Hidden Worlds Incursion. Before we get started, make sure you do smash that like button, comment down below. And as always, if you have not done so yet, uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel because that actually, you know, helps us out. Other than that, though, um, yeah, on with the show. Brian Donahue, your one-legged jam, and today we're going to talk about combat uh, in the Hidden Worlds Incursion system, and we're specifically going to go through a combat round to show you how it's all done. So, first thing we're going to talk about is how our combat is different than some of the other folks out there. So, uh, first of all, we do have to talk about the fact that we our combat is an attack roll versus defense roll. Now, our weapons have a static damage on them, and if you hit, so if the attack roll is greater than the defense roll, the difference then becomes a multiplier to that damage. What this does is this actually makes combat very, very quick and deadly, um, as it should be, and uh, allows you in one roll to know whether you hit and how badly you hit the target. Uh, our combat round is a little bit different. Our um, in-game, our combat round is two seconds long. It's not a lot of time, so there's not a lot that can be done in those two seconds. Um, out of game, so around the table, our combat round is actually four steps for every combat round. First step for every combat round is declaration. This is where everybody goes around the table in whatever order you want, but personally, I usually start on one side of the table and go all the way around. And all of the players declare all of their actions. So everything they're going to do during that round. Um, as an aside, as a GM tip, if you consistently have a player who takes a very long time, in fact, an inordinate amount of time and really slows up your game and can't decide what all their actions are going to be, feel free to have them sit out for that round because their character is just too indecisive. Um, they do that once or twice and, well, trust me, they'll uh, figure out their actions. That's an aside, though. So, first step is declaration. Then, you roll initiative. Yes, we roll initiative every round. Um, our initiative is a little bit different. So, every character has an initiative stat um, based on their judgment, um, based on how quickly they think about the situation, okay? Uh, this is the mental aspect of it. So in their, uh, their initiative stat, they roll a d20 plus initiative. Now, if they have multiple actions, not all of them go at that roll. So for instance, let's say your player rolls a 22 for their character's initiative. And if you have two actions for that character, 
then the first action will indeed go at 22. The second action will actually go three steps lower at 19. If they had a third action, three steps lower still at 16. So what this does is all of a sudden now you have all these folks who have a varying different speeds of actions and all of a sudden they all meld together. The good news about this is that you will never as a GM have somebody go, oh, it's your turn. I'm going to go get lunch. We've all been in that game. So, um, so we have the initiative. First we declare, then we roll initiative. And yes, that is every round. Then we do resolution. Starting at the very top of the initiative order and going down, you have everybody make their rolls or take their actions. Here's the key GMs. Do not tell them whether or not they hit or were hit. So they need to go through these rolls as if they don't know because it makes it much more realistic that way. And you don't have as much metagaming at the table. So uh, starting at the top, if somebody has, uh, if somebody is making an attack roll, have them make their attack roll. You as the GM for the NPC will make the appropriate defensive roll. Don't tell them whether they hit. And certainly don't tell them how bad the damage is. Except in a couple circumstances, which you'll see in this, uh, in our example. Um, and the same way, if an NPC is attacking somebody, you roll the attack roll, have them roll their defense roll, but don't tell them if they got hit. The suspense is awesome and really adds to the tension of combat. Um, so now we have declaration, initiative, and resolution. What's left? Well, weaving. This is where we take all that happened in that combat round, weave it all into a mini story as a GM. So you did this and they did this and they got hurt and you got hurt and blah, 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 blah. Okay, next round, what are you all doing? And then you start the declaration process again. So this makes a narrative flow for combat as opposed to just a static, all right, I swing my sword. All right, I shoot my bow. All right, I cast my thing and move on. Okay. So again, running through those, that is declare, initiative, resolve, weave. And that's how you do a basic combat round in Hidden Worlds Incursion. Now, in our next, in this example that we have coming up, what we've done is we've taken three player characters, so three PCs from our, uh, from our module called Launch Party. These are three, well, let's face it, they're three noobs to the agency who are there sent on a mission to try and save the world as usual. Um, these three players are Bang Switch, Dragon, and Sari. Bang Switch is a retired or former Kent County tactical officer uh, from Kent County, Michigan. Dragon is the distant relative of uh, Vlad the Impaler, who has chosen to forego being a monster and has chosen to monster hunt instead. Uh, and then Sari, well, Sari's a gamer who figured out that magic is real. Um, his faith, by the way, it's in the game Hidden Worlds Incursion. I know it's a very meta character. It's really funny. And frankly, it's even funnier if you play the module. Um, I'll try and throw the link to the module somewhere down below in the comments. Uh, but, um, so those are our three PCs. 
uh, Bang Switch, Dragon, and Sorry. Our NPCs are a slew of monsters that will go against these characters uh, in what we do, what we call our booth demo. So this is the demo we run if you come to our booth at a con where you can actually play the combat through. Um, in our booth demo, we have two revenants, then two ursathropes or werebears, uh, and then a master vampire to throw at the characters. Now, we start small with revenants and then gradually increase till we throw the vampire at them. And well, I'm going to say it again. Combat is quick and deadly for characters. That's quick for players. So with all that being said, let's run through this combat. And uh, well, frankly, let's see what happens. What do you say? If you like our weird world, you will love the urban fantasy series, the Night's Bane trilogy. If you are a gamer, the original indie tabletop role-playing game, Hidden Worlds Incursion, is set in the same urban fantasy world. Get your signed books and games at incursionlegends.com. Okay, let's jump into this combat. So for round one, uh, I'm going to show you here what we have as we have these three amazing PCs, Bang Switch, Dragon, and Sorry. Uh, have entered this cavern, and uh, they are confronting Revenant 1 and Revenant 2. I know I got real creative on the names. Um, yeah. Anyways, they're just bad guys. Don't worry about it. Uh, they don't have much motivation other than, you know, gnawing the PC's faces off. So, frankly, who cares? So, anyways, Revenant 1, Revenant 2. Um... And, uh, all right, so let's run through our combat rounds. So com round one, declaration. We go around the table. Dragon says that they are shooting um, both of their actions at Revenant 1. Bang Switch is shooting uh, twice at Revenant 1 and then switching and going to uh, shooting two more times at Revenant 2. Sorry has decided to cast Fire Missile at Re Revenant 2. Uh, and on the GM side, I do not state this, but I know that Revenant 1 is going is going to be fast-moving towards Dragon. They can move at 3. Technically, they can uh, fast-move to really get there. Um, Revenant 2 is uh, fast-moving at Bank Switch. And by the way, the range is... They're about three away uh, from the characters. Um, so as we see here, these are the actions they're taking. Right? So again, um, Dragon is going after Revenant 1, Banks is going after Revenant 1, and then Revenant 2, and then Sari is going after Revenant 2, uh, and the various Revenants are going after their targets. So that is Declaration. Now let's go to initiative. And by the way, this is uh, the right side of this form is an abbreviated combat tracker. Our combat trackers, we've set these up specifically for this game. You can use it in any other game you want. They're available free from download from our website, uh, incursionlegends.com. Um, I believe it's forward slash downloads. A uh, link somewhere down there in the, in the notes, as always. Um, but this is a specialized setup specifically for um, specifically for this 
booth demo that we do. Uh, now, what you've noticed here is I've listed all of the PCs at the top, and they are numbered one, two, and three. Dragon Switch is number one, Dragon is number two, Sorry is number three. They're in that order because of alphabetical um, order, okay? Then down below that, I have uh, the revenants are uh, six and seven, the werebears are eight and nine, and then the vampire is number 10. The reason I put those, I separated them a little bit just for my ease. You can place them in whatever order you want. This makes them easy to do, and this is how we're going to show you how it easy how it is easy to track your initiatives, right? So, speaking of initiatives, Bank Switch rolls a seven uh, and has four actions, so they roll a total of twenty. Okay, that means that their actions are going to go at twenty, seventeen, fourteen, and eleven. Dragon ends up rolling a one and then a twenty. So we explode down. Uh, we have exploding crits. If you roll a 20, you add that to your total. Roll again and add. And if you roll a 1, you add the 1, roll again and subtract. Uh, for this case, Dragon happened to roll a 1, then a 20, which is a net negative 19. It's about as bad as you can get on a roll. So negative 19 um, it has two actions. So that puts their actions at negative 12 and negative 15. Yep, that's where they're at. So uh, then Sorry happens to roll a 14 on the die. He rolls, uh, has three actions, so his actions will go at 24, 21, and 18. Now since he's casting, he's going to roll the casting roll on the first one, but it actually doesn't go off until the third one, until his last action. Okay? Um, Revenant 1 has rolled a 19, Therefore, and they have two actions, so they're going to go on 26 and 23. Uh, and then Revenant 2 is, rolled a plus uh, a 6 on the die. They have two actions as well, so they're going to go at 13 and 10. See how all these numbers are filled in here? All right, so that is our initiative phase. So we've gone to declaration, initiative, now we do resolution. So in this case... Uh, we start at the top. So at 26, Revenant 1 runs most of the way to Dragon. I know. That's what they're doing. They, have bite, they can bite and they can claw. They don't have anything ranged. Uh, however, on 24, Sari begins casting. So he's going to roll a 5 on his cast... I'm uh, sorry, Faith, cast Faith ability roll, uh, which gives him a total of 79. So the ability will go off. Uh, it is over the target. Um, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. 23, Revenant 1 reaches Dragon, however, does not have enough movement or actions left to actually affect Dragon. Uh, this round. In 21, Sorry is still casting. Then um, 20 uh, is next in line. Bank switch shoots Revenant 1 with the M4 uh, at a range of 1 since the since Revenant has now run up to Dragon. Okay, so he basically is distracted and he's, well, shooting at point blank with a rifle. Um, because he's at range 1, he does get a negative 3 to his roll uh, due to range. Um, so, Bang switch then rolls his combat two-hand ranged. 
and rolls a 6, giving them a total of 57. They do have modifiers, negative uh, 3 for range, negative 15 for movement, for the movement of, um, of the Revenant, which makes that a negative 18 total, uh, which brings their total down to 39. Revenant 1 does is considered proficient for combat evade. Proficient means that they, we're going to roll a 3d20 plus 15 for any combat action. All of their combat actions are proficient. So we're going to roll 3d20 plus 15. We ended up rolling a total of 51, which meant that Bang Switch misses, although he does not know that yet. Sorry, she does not know that yet. Um, then at... 18, Sorry actually is casting his ability. Again, he rolled a 79. It has a 5 drain, uh, which means it will drain 5 soul pool from him and has a damage of 2 plus 5. Now, uh, because it is a ranged attack, uh, its delivery is ranged, Revenant 2 ends up rolling a combat evade. Again, they are proficient, so 3d20 plus 15 which gives us a total of 39. That uh, 39 is compared to the 79 that was the original attack roll. Therefore, Sari hits Revenant 2 for 85 life pool of damage. That's a heck of a hunk, um, although it does not put them down and out. So, uh, at 17, Bang Switch shoots Revenant 1 with the M4, at the range of one still, so they are negative three to their roll. However, the action has already, the, the movement has already been taken into account, so that modifier is not added to that. Uh, and by the way, the M4, it does two plus 20 damage for um, their single shot rounds. Um, so Bang Switch then rolls a combat two hand ranged. Um, and he rolls a, adds a 12 on the die for a total of 63, minus the 3 for the range, giving them a total of 60. Revenant 1 then rolls Proficient for Combat Evade again, 3d20 plus 15. Uh, there I rolled a 1 and then a 10, so a net negative 9 to their roll, uh, which gives them a total of 23. Now, uh, that difference means that Bank Switch hits for 94 life pool damage on the uh, on Revenant 1. And that is um, 60 minus the 23, that difference, times 2, plus 20. That's how you do the damage. So the difference, multiplied by that first number, and then add the second number. So that is a total of 94 life pool damage to Revenant 1. Bank switch then switches and shoots Revenant 2, uh, with the M4 at range 3, do, again doing 2 plus 20 damage for that. This range is natural for the M4. So they roll a combat two-hand range at plus 13, total of 64. Modifiers, they get minus 15 because they switch targets midstream. Um, that gives them a total of 49. Revenant 2 is proficient, rolling a total of 31. However, they do have minus 15 uh, for the damage they've taken over the, of the course already of this round, which makes their total 16. So we have 49 versus 16, 
By the way, that does give us uh, 86 life pool damage. Um, two Revenant 2. And for those keeping track at home, Revenant 2 is now dead dead. Um, so speaking of which, at 13, Revenant 2 would normally go. However, they're dead, so they can't go. Um, then, because Bang Switch is in the middle of shooting them, he does shoot again at range 2. I'm sorry, at range 3. Still doing the 2 plus 20 damage. Bang Switch rolls a combat two-hand ranged of 62 total. At that point, I don't even bother doing the math because, well, Revenant 2 is already dead dead. So I don't do the math. Um, but again, Bang Switch doesn't really know that right now. Um, at 10, Revenant 2 would normally go. Again, dead. So we finally get down to Dragon, who just got a late start in this round. He's at negative 12. He's already declared that he's shooting Revenant 1 with the M4. That Revenant 1 is now at range 1, um, which is negative 3 to the roll. Again, we're doing 2 plus 20 damage. So, um, Dragon rolls a combat, two-hand ranged, rolls a 4 on the die for a total of 41, minus 3 for the modifier, which makes that a total of 38. That 38 is compared to the proficient for combat evade um, that Revenant 1 rolls with a minus 15 modifier for the damage already taken. Um, unfortunately, there again, I also rolled a 1 and then a 20 for the evade for that one. That Revenant 1 has terrible luck for their evade, which is fine because it won't last any longer. Um, by the way, that is a total of 21 which then means the uh, 38 minus the 21, that gives us a 17-point difference, times 2 is 34, plus 20 is 54 points of damage, which does, in fact, finish off Revenant 2. Um, Dragon, still in the middle of shooting, shoots a second shot, again at a negative 3 to roll, with the M4, again, he makes a combat two-hand ranged roll, rolling a 14 this time for a total of 51. Uh, I'm sorry, with minus the 3, which is a total of 48. However, I didn't bother to calculate the damage because dead, dead. So at the end of combat round one, um, we have two dead revenants, one of them at the feet of Dragon. I told you, combat was quick and brutal. So we've now done Declare, Initiative, and Resolution. Last up is weaving. So weaving, this is what I would say at the table. In this round, as Revenant 1 ran up on Dragon, Sorry Bing began casting a fire missile at Revenant 2. Bang Switch took a couple shots at Revenant 1, hitting with one of the with the second shot itself, as Sorry blasted Revenant 2 with a fire missile, nearly ending its life. Bang Switch then switched targets to Revenant 2, finishing it off with a couple well-placed shots, the first one doing all the damage. Uh, and then as Bang Switch was shooting Revenant 2, Dragon finally got his shots off, finally woke up, and his first shot was enough to put down Revenant 1. Uh, his second shot was, well, just to make sure it was dead. As the echoes of gunfire die away, you all hear growls, one from your right and one from up and to the left. You see what appear to be large, cranky bears standing on two legs and growling menacingly. 
what are you doing? And this is where we get into declaring for round two. So now you see how seamless that that went. Well, there's round one. So let's talk about round two. So round two, as you see here, we have Dragon, we have Bank Switch, and we have Sorry. Uh, still gr grouped together. They'll regret that later. Don't worry. Um, Werebear 1 is off to the right. Sorry has decided he's going to take that out. Bank Switch 2 has decided to concentrate completely on Werebear 2, and Dragon is concentrating on Werebear 2 as well. So there's your declarations. Now, as a GM, in my mind, I know that Werebear 1 is running at Sorry and going to try to eat his face off. Werebear 2, however, these are Werebears, not regular bears. The Werebear has a pistol. So Werebear 2, in my mind, has him taking pot shots at Dragon instead of running up and being dumb. So there's our declaration. Next is initiative. Well, Bankswitch rolls a total of 24. He rolled a 20 and then a 4. So that means he's going at 31, 28, 25, and 22. Yeah, he's going first. Um, Dragon actually rolls a 5 on the die this time. Still has two, two actions. Therefore, he's going at 12 and 9. Sorry rolls an 8 with three actions. That puts him at 18, 15, and 12. Warrior 1 rolled an 8. Um... With two actions, that puts them at 21 and 18. And Werebear 2 rolled a 19 on the die. Um, with two actions, that puts them at 27 and 24. So, now we've set the stage. We have Declaration. We have Initiative. Next is res Resolution. All right. So, here's where we get fun. So, at 31, Bang Switch shoots Werebear 2 with the M4 at the lovely range of three, which means there's no modifiers. Again, just a reminder that M4 has a two plus 20 damage. It's pretty ugly. Um, again, Bank Switch rolling, is rolling their combat two-hand ranged for a... Uh, they rolled a plus 33, which means they rolled a 20 and then a 13. Yeah, giving them a total of 84. Werebear 2 is screwed. So Werebear 2 happens to be competent for combat evade, which is only 2d20 plus 10. I rolled poorly for Werebear 2, giving you a total of 25. Uh, by the way, Bank Switch hits them for 138 life pool damage, hitting them pretty dang hard. Okay? Um, again, that is, if you do the math, 84 minus 25, that amount times 2 plus 20. So, next, at 28, Bank Switch again shoots Werebear 2 with the M4 at range 3. Again, 2 plus 20 damage. So now we have, uh, they roll a combat, two-hand ranged again. They only roll a 4 on the die this time, giving them a total of 55. Well, Werebear 2 rolls competent again for combat. 2d20 plus 10 gives them a total of 31. However, since they lost about three-fourths of their life, that last attack, they get minus 25 to their roll due to severe damage, leaving them with a total of 6. Well, 
That means a bang switch is going to do 118 life pool damage to said werebearer, putting them completely out of their misery. Um, so at 27, where werebearer 2 would normally shoot, they're dead. 25, bang switch shoots werebearer 2 again at range 3. Again, he doesn't know werebearer 2 is already dead at this point. So, again, I have them call the shot. They roll total of 19, or they roll a 19 on the die, total of 70. I'm not doing the math. Um, Werebear, again, at 24. Werebear 2 is, again, still dead. Um, Bang switch, not knowing he's dead. Shoots Werebear 2 again with the M4. Same range, same damage. Uh, they end up rolling a 11 on the die, giving them a 62. And at this point, Werebear 2 is really dead. I mean, really dead. Um, at 21, however, Werebear 1 charges Sorry. Uh, at 18, this is where we get interesting because at 18, both Werebear 1 and Sorry are making their actions. Now, uh, in, in one's incursion, the higher number goes first. I'm sorry, let me take that back. The higher number, go, the higher initiative goes first. However, um, PCs always go before NPCs in the act of a tie. PCs are the heroes of the game. Yeah, it's a perk. What can I say? So in this case, Werebear 1 is going to attack Sorry with a claw attack, but Sorry is actually going to end up rolling his cast emulate against Werebear 1 first. So he's already casting before the attack. So he's going to roll the, the casting. Um, you know, so Sorry rolls his faith, cast faith ability, rolls a 19 on the die, giving him a total of 93. Needed a 90 to hit. Emulate is ugly. So, roll a 93 total. Now, same action point, 18. Werebear 1 attacks Sorry with a claw attack. That claw attack is a combat melee attack. And the Werebear is proficient for that. So, 3d20 plus 15. Sorry, 3d20 plus 15. They roll a total of 48. They do have a negative 15 modifier for the fast move prior to that, though. So a total of 33. Um, Sorry's going to also roll combat melee as the defense to that. Sorry does not have combat melee. Now, in Hidden World's Incursion, if you don't have the core skill or proficiency that is requested, you go all the way back to the attribute. Everybody has all the attributes. So in this case, it's HEC. So uh, on his HEC roll, he rolls a total of 32. Um, that means Werebear 1 is going to hit Sorry for 17 life pool damage. 33 minus 32 times 2 plus 15. Yep, the plus 15 is ugly. So 17 life pool. Sorry is still casting um, at 15. Because he took damage, we're going to roll a judgment versus losing concentration. Target at 25. He rolls a 36. He's fine. He's still maintaining that cast. 
Uh, at 12, he finally casts him late. Now remember, he rolled a 93 on his faith, cast faith ability. It does a drain of 9, but it does a damage of 3 plus 9. Now, since um, it is a direct delivery faith ability, the defense used is actually faith, resist faith attack. Werebear doesn't have faith, doesn't have resist faith attack. They're considered untrained. That's a single d20. Yep. So, uh, I rolled a d20 for them. They rolled a total of 12 versus the 93. Uh, so, Sari's immolate, well, immolates. Does a total of 252 life pool damage, burning giant hairy werebear to a cinder. Um, dragon, at that point, I allowed them to realize, okay, Cinder done, Werebear very dead in front of me. Okay, hold the actions, stop the actions. All right, there's your resolution phase. So in the weaving, this is what I'd say at the table. In this round, Bang Switch got the drop on Werebear 2 and shot him, hitting it twice um, before it could even attack uh, with the pistol and the paws. It was killed at that point. Um, Banks, which did make it dead, dead. Werebear 1 roared and charged Sari, ended up getting to him just in time as Sari started to cast, and Werebear 1 did take a swipe and a chunk out of Sari. Sari, you took 17 life pool damage at this point, so you are hurting. Um, however, even though you were wounded, you did maintain your concentration, and therefore your immolate went off, and you have a pile of, well, ash in front of you, and it smells, well, really nasty, like burnt hair um, in the cavern right now. Uh, you ended up, for your knowledge, you ended up doing 252 points of damage because it's really ugly. Um, however, as Dragon ends up blowing his rifle, deciding not to shoot either, um, you hear a scream of rage and it echoes throughout the caves, and you see up ahead of you a vampire racing out of the lip of the uh, of the um, passage in front of you. So, vampire screaming, two bears dead, what y'all doing? And there we go. Now we've done the initiative, or I'm sorry, the declaration, initiative, resolution, weaving stage for combat round two. So it's two combat rounds. Round three is up next. So in round three, we have a vampire screaming from the end of the um, uh, the end of the passage in front of them, about four away. Okay. Um, dragon. Well, uh, so now we're at declaration. Bangswitch decides to go bang, 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 bang all four times at said vamp. Dragon is actually going to drop the M4 on his sling. He knows that. He is going to draw his ancient sword, which actually has some bonuses against vampires. He knows that, and so he's going to go, he's willing to go hand-to-hand -hand with a vamp if the vamp closes. Um, so he is going to hold with his actions and wait to see if the vamp approaches. 
Sorry decides, okay, big bad vampire, time to burn him to a crisp and is going to cast Immolate once again. He knows it's going to really hurt him uh, uh, soul pool-wise, but a vamp is a vamp and it's bad. Okay? Now, as a GM, I know that the vampire itself is casting Lightning Burst, which, by the way, is an AoE ability. Yeah, we have a vampire casting faith abilities. Um, this is my world. It's really frightening. So, this is a master vampire there casting lightning burst, which, by the way, will be centered. It has a two radius. And it will be centered right in front of, or right in the midst of this group of players who hasn't moved since they came in and makes an awful nice target. Told them, I told you that would come back to haunt them later, didn't I? So, uh, round four, or I'm sorry, round three. So there we go. We have the shooting, we have the casting on both sides. Initiative. Bank switch rolls a 13, still has four actions, so he's going to go at 20, 17, 14, and 11. Not bad. Dragon rolls a 10. Dragon has two actions, going to go at 17 and 14, Sorry rolls an 11, has three actions. 21, 18, and 15 are where he lands on a, on a page. The vampire rolled a plus 16. That puts them at 22 and 19. They have two actions. So we have Master Vamp going first. Yeah. All right. So the vampire casts Lightning Burst for their first step at 22. Uh, it has a drain of 13. It is an AoE um, uh, delivery damage of 2 plus 12. Um, the vampire is proficient for faith, cast faith ability, so 3d20 plus 10. They roll a total of 62. Target was 60 for it to go off. Okay. So the ability is going off. Sorry, cast immolate. Sorry, rolls of faith. Cast faith ability, rolls a 17, giving them a total of 91. Guess what? Immolate's going to go off. Now we have a race to the finish, right? At 20, Bang Switch shoots the vampire at range 4. Again, M4, damage of 2 plus 20. Here's the downside. I rolled a 1, then a 10, giving me a net negative 9 to the roll giving me a total of 40 for the attack, for Banks, which is attack, uh, for combat two-hand range. The vampire is proficient in combat evade. 3d20 plus 15, and I rolled a 46, so Banks, which missed. And thus is how things went terribly wrong. At 19, the vampire had to defend itself, so it rolled a, so we roll a judgment, low monster, so a 3d20, target a 25, rolled a 32. Held the it held the cast. Okay. Lightning burst goes off. It's an AoE centered right in the middle of the PCs. AoE area of effect. Um so everyone has to make a faith, resist faith roll, or resist faith attack roll. Uh, to avoid damage. Um, 
think of it original D&D where if the dwarf disbelieved enough it didn't hurt them. Yeah, it's kind of the same way. Uh, the lightning is kind of lightning, but more faith-based lightning. So if you can resist the faith attack, you actually avoid the damage. Here's the downside. Bangswitch and Dragon don't have faith, resist faith. They don't even have faith. So they're rolling judgment only. Bangswitch rolls a 9, giving them a total of 24. They take 89 life pool damage. That's enough to kill them. Uh, we're going to roll a save versus death. It's a health roll, target of 40. Rolled a total of 28, uh, giving them a total of 39. Missed it by that much. Yeah. Dragon rolled a an 8, giving them a total of 24 for their resist faith. Again, versus the... Um, sorry, versus the original roll of 62. So they take 89... I'm sorry. Yeah, they also take 89 life pool damage. Again, they roll a save versus death. Uh, health roll, target of 40? Yeah. They rolled a 2, giving them a total of 15. Bankswitch and Dragon are dead. D-E-D, dead. Uh, sorry ends up rolling a faith roll of... Uh, does not have resist faith attack. They just have faith. They roll a 12 on their roll, so giving them a total of 56. They end up taking 25 life pool damage, barely surviving. Uh, I'm sorry, they took 24 life pool damage. Uh, not 25. They took 24 life pool damage. Uh, added to the 17 they took earlier, they are really hurting uh, right now. Um, sorry does is still in the process of casting Emulate at 18. Uh, 18 on the resolution. We need to roll a uh, judgment target of 30 to due to the severe damage taken. They roll a net negative 12 on the die. So they roll a 1 and a 13. When it rains, it pours. Um giving them a total of eight. At that point, their immolate fizzles. So now we've done the, the resolution stage because Bang Switch and Dragon are, well, DED dead. And they know it because they had to roll uh, save versus death. So to weave this together for round three, as the vampire attacked, they got the drop on all of you. Bang Switch did have a chance to intervene, but, well, she missed the shot. Uh, as Sari was building up his immolate ability, the vampire cast lightning burst at your group, uh, outright frying Bang Switch and Dragon, and badly wounding Sari. Too bad all you guys have used up your destiny points to this stage, so you didn't have any left. Um, Sari is whimpering in pain, having uh, had his last ability fizzle. All right, next round. What are you doing, Sari? And that was round three. Um, as I said, combat is quick and deadly for characters. That's quick for players. Round four. 
Round four, we have Sari and the Vamp left. Everybody else is dead. Uh, declaration phase. Sari is again casting Emulate, praying he gets it off. She, yeah, he gets it off in time. The Vamp has decided to cast Lightning Strike on Sari. Uh, it's a direct lightning bolt, basically. So that's to declare, initiative-wise. Sari rolls a 19. They have three actions, so they give a 29, 26, and 23. I rolled poorly for the Vampire, rolling a 15 on the die. Two actions at 21 and 18. So Sari is going first. Sari then casts Emulate. Again, it has a drain of 12 due to the distance, uh, and does 3 plus 12 damage. Sari rolls a Faith, cast Faith ability, rolls an 18 on the die, for a total of 92. Immolate's going to happen. Sari is casting for 26, uh, at um, initiative 26, and at initiative 23, Sari actually releases an Immolate before the vamp has a chance to react. Sorry, rolled a total of 92. The vampire is proficient for faith, resist faith attack, a uh, which is 3d20 plus 15. They rolled a total of 30. 92 versus 30. That is 62 point difference. Um, at 3 plus 12 for the damage, that is a total of 198 life pool damage. This vampire now sparkles. Well, glows a little bit after the embers and stuff. So, that is the declaration, initiative, and resolution phase of combat round. Now we get to the weaving. So here's how I tie it up. Weaving. Battered, hurting, angry. Sorry, bless vampire with immolate before it could do anything else turning the creature into nothing more than a rapidly dispersing pile of ash. And that, folks, is combat in a nutshell. There's an entire combat round right there. Um, three characters, five total NPCs. Yeah. And by the way, that, would, that took a lot longer real-time than normal because I normally don't explain all of the calculations as we go. Um, once you get in the habit of it, these calculations fly. This is why I love this system because combat works. It is quick and deadly and cinematic. And that's the way you want to play, right? Um, if you have any questions, post them in the comments below. Um, I think I did all the math right. If I'm off by a point or two, if you notice that, congrats. Um, but uh, anyways, that is, the, uh, that is the basic gameplay. As always, if you have more questions or if you didn't understand one part of this or another part of this or whatever, or, or want some advice, want some information, hit us up on our Discord server. The Discord server link is down below in the notes. Um, we're a small but active Discord server. We have a lot of support for anybody who joins us. Um, my goal is to have your game be fun. Okay, because if you like the game, you'll buy more stuff from the game, right? 
I mean, let's face it. Not only that, though, I genuinely want you to have more fun with this uh, with this game. So, again, if you have questions, let us know. Let me know in the comments. Hit me up on Discord. Uh, on the Discord server, feel free to tag me. I am the one-legged GM, as you can see there, uh, and there, and, well, everywhere. Um, and on Discord and server, I am literally one-legged GM. So, uh, hit me up. Let me know. Yeah, thanks a lot. Um, this was fun, and, uh, well... Pretty soon we'll be continuing with season two of the Myth Misadventures of the Restored Corps uh, as they um, as they search for the Ruby Queen. So, um, anyways, nothing else. Great games. Have fun and uh, well, yeah. Happy hunting. Hey, thank you so much. This has been a production of Section Twenty Eight Publishing and the One Legged GM. This production is copyright 2022 and is available for any non-commercial endeavor, all other rights reserved.